what we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! You ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Indeed it is, John. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful... Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. Today is Monday, February the 12th in the year of our Lord 2024. That's right. It's Super Bowl hangover day. <laughs> How about that? I mean, not hangover from alcohol, but you know, hangover that the NFL season is over and man had a, I don't know if I would call it an incredible game or an awesome game, but i tell you what, a game that kept you on your toes pretty much all last night, man, just a, a lot of fun, man. We're going to talk about it a little bit. We're, we're going to talk about it a little bit here on the Brian Hanks show today. Listen, this is episode 1021, 1021 of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. They'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. It's going to be a fun one, too. It's Ricky Whaley's birthday. Man, I'll go ahead and throw that one out here. First thing, happy birthday, Rick. Uh, but, man, uh, man, what a show we've got for you here today. Uh, joining me in less than probably going to be about 25 to 30 minutes from right now. He's our regular Monday guest. He's the dean of ENC Sports Talk host and the host of of the drive with Mark Panicelli on 252 Fox Sports Radio 107.5 throughout Lenora County. It is Mark Panicelli, one of the most exciting Super Bowls. Took place last night in Vegas. Like I said, I didn't say it was well played. I didn't say it was a great game. I just said one of the most exciting, man. You talk about coming down to the buzzer. The second overtime game in uh, in Super Bowl history. Just a, a, a fun game last night, man. A lot of fun. We're going to talk to Mark about that. Man, as uh, Paul Whittington would say, last night was the Daytona 500 of the NFL season. That's right. The Daytona 500 is only six days away. Mark's a big NASCAR fan, too, so we're going to talk to him about that. Uh, we're going to talk some ACC basketball. We're going to talk. We're trying to fit in as much as we can with our good friend Mark Panicelli uh, and I don't even want to hear about it. he. We do a home and home. Of course, you know, he does every Monday here with me in the first hour. I do uh, his show with him on Wednesday afternoons. And uh, I did pretty good in the NFL this season. I really did with our picks. We always pick, and we pick against the spread, man. We don't do this, you know, that wussy just picking who's going to win or lose. We pick against the spread, and I got to tell you, man, I had a horrible horrible day because i picked san francisco to win we did some uh props uh, man i think i'm i might have gone oh for six he does a six he calls it a six pack of picks i'm pretty sure i went oh for six or one for six and we'll try to sneak a couple of pieces of information about that from him when we have him here in our first hour but uh man like i said uh about 20 minutes from now 25 minutes from now Depends on how fast we can get through uh, all this monologue, man. And I got to tell you, we had so much, I didn't even get everybody done. And I started at 5 o'clock this morning, and it, ugh, 
Uh, Should have got up at 4.30, right, John Dawson? Show prep, show prep. But uh, Mark Panicelli here in our first hour. Our second hour, man, college baseball season is almost here. Uh, or Division One, NCAA Division One, as you know, we've got uh, uh, LCC already going right now. Mount Olive is already going right now. But, uh, man, uh, Division One college baseball is just uh, right around the corner. When I say right around the corner, it is. Uh, it begins this Friday, uh, ECU. Uh, they start their 2024 season with a three-game set against Ryder this weekend. And we're going to be joined by the voice of ECU baseball, Scott Scooter Rogers. He's going to get us ready for uh, the Pirates uh, the Pirates Diamond Crew. And, again, it starts this Friday. And, man, I got to give uh, – or I got I to talk about – I saw uh, Coach Whitfield at uh, the LCC, one of the LCC games last week. And uh, he had just left ECU baseball practice. And he is blown away. And listen, as you know, Coach George Whitfield is not one of those uh, people who are prone to hyperbole. Like myself, I can be a little hyperbolic sometimes. Coach Whitfield is not that way, and he was blown away by what he saw at ECU baseball practice. In fact, he said, and this is one of the things I'll be talking to Scooter about in the second hour, he said this best uh, pitching staff ECU's ever had. said they've got some great bats. He is. A, he really thinks, and yes, it's me knocking on wood. I don't know if you could hear that or not, but uh, he really anticipates this could be the year. This could be the Omaha year. So uh, you know what? We'll of course, of course, we'll ask Scooter about that. And we're going to try to get Cliff Godwin on the show here too before the week is out. Uh, but uh, very special season seems to be brewing over at uh, Clark Leclerc Stadium. So can't wait to talk to Scooter about that in our second hour. So Mark Panicelli in our first hour, Scott Scooter Rogers in our second hour. And, uh, then the birthday game before you know it, the show will be over and you'll be going, how did it go by so fast? That's what I do anyway. Okay. Uh, let me tell you underdog fantasy, man. Uh, not only did I, I listen as I've tried to tell you, and I will continue to tell you, uh, I will not BS you. Yes. They are paying me. Yes. I had a terrible night in picks. A terrible night. I was saved at the bell. Talk about being saved by the bell. I was saved at the bell last night. I did some in-game props, which, by the way, I have found I have more success with the in-game props than I do, uh, or I don't, I guess you call them in-game uh, decisions, in-game games. I don't think we are allowed to call them props, but, uh, man, it. I was saved at the, at the buzzer because I picked some in-game uh, picks and uh, – Finally won one, but I think I had like 11 different uh, wagers or 11 different uh, things I picked last night. I won one. That's that's the danger of, of playing, but it's also the fun of playing too, especially if you hit one. Man, and I got to tell you, you talk about being heartbroken. Let me tell you guys, uh, so close. Uh, I stayed up Friday night to uh, – hold on, I got to find this. This is uh, – Y'all, y'all are not going to believe this. This was a uh, crazy one. Let me see. I sent it to Jason. Here we go. Five picks Friday night, okay, Z- uh, with uh, the Lakers against the New Orleans Pelicans. I had Brandon uh, with more than or higher than six and a half rebounds. He finished with seven. I had Zion Williamson with uh, higher than eight and a half rebounds. He had nine. I had Austin Reeves for the Lakers with higher than 24.5 points. He finished with 27. I had Jonas, Jonas, Jonas Valanciunas with uh, higher than six and a half points. He finished with 10. 
Would you believe? I mean, it's just going to, I hope it makes you as sick as it makes me or as it made me. I had Rui Hachimura with higher than 21.5 points. He started the second or he started the fourth quarter with 21 points. So out of all of those, I was like, man, Rui's going to get his. He does not score in the fourth period. And he played the entire fourth period. He ends up with 21 points. Five picks. I could have won $500. I end up winning nothing, nothing on that. Oh, broke my heart. But I tell you what, man, it is fun. It is a lot of fun playing underdog fantasy. Go to uh, underdogfantasy.com. Go to uh, the app, the free app, uh, and if you uh, your initial deposit, if you deposit $100, by golly, use the promo code HANKS, and you get a free $100 to play with, too. So, uh, man, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm under that $100 now, so <laughs> I got my free 100 And I got to tell you, hey, I had played all the way down to zero last night. Like I said, I won the last one. I am back up to 75, but... Uh, play smart, uh, 1-800-GAMBLING if, uh, or gamblers, if you're having trouble with uh, stuff, I'm not having trouble, but man, it just broke my heart yesterday. I just didn't do well at all. I mean, I thought that, uh, San Francisco was going to win it pretty easily. Obviously they didn't. Well, they jumped up 10 to nothing. So I was feeling pretty good early, but man, what a game. But like I said, we'll talk to uh, Mark Panicelli about that in our second hour, but underdog fantasy again, promo code Hanks, get up to a hundred dollars on your initial deposit uh, don't forget registration is open for the wrns st jude golf classic go to wrns.com click on the golf tournament logo and register there it is saturday march the 9th at cutter creek this is uh, as we like to say, it's uh, jason bryan's uh, jason bryant's baby he uh there's several things he works on through the year other than you know selling a lot of ads for the number one ranked uh, radio show here in kenston lenore county but uh, this is one of his babies, man. He loves uh, raising uh, money for the kids. And, again, you can be a part of that golf tournament and uh, play in it and help raise money for the children at St. Jude. <coughs> Let me tell you about my weekend, man. It was a great weekend. Friday night uh, was invited to the uh, Burt Potter uh, ceremony out at Bethel Christian Academy. It was amazing. It was, it was really, really awesome. Congratulations to Coach Potter for uh, the honor they named the court after him and it's just so neat man these guys that i covered i mean jimmy smith court uh the burt potter uh, jimmy smith court over at south north the burt potter court at bethel uh it's just really neat i'm trying to think of the other schools north and north isn't named kinston's isn't named although i really think they should name it the wells gullage court i really do or i know paul jones uh maybe i i don't know you've got to name it after somebody man and it would just be really neat to see the wells gullage court at uh at kenson high school anyway back to burt potter it was a what a what an experience i hope you get a chance if you follow me on facebook if you're friends with me on facebook even if you're not i made it public go to uh, my facebook page and you can watch the entire ceremony it's about eight eight and a half minutes it was really awesome man i mean uh, congratulations coach potter and you know what kudos to bethel they did it it was so classy uh they they call him out on the court and then they call all his former players. There had to have been 100 players out there with him uh, that played with him uh, in his 25 years at Bethel Christian Academy. Uh, it, it was awesome. It was really, really awesome. It was very classy. So uh, I hope you got a chance to uh, <laughs> hope you get a, I hope you get a chance to watch that again if you didn't make it out there. And it was packed. I'm telling you, man, that's the most people I've ever seen at a Bethel game before. And uh, uh, all out there to honor 
the the great uh, Burt Potter. I like what he said when he first started too. He was like, you know what? I'm glad y'all are doing this in honor of me and not in memory of me. I thought that was pretty funny. So uh, congratulations, Coach Potter. Congratulations to uh, uh, Bethel for just being so classy. It was just such a nice ceremony. Uh, I got to thank, uh, you know, our regular Friday guest. Not thank. I got to congratulate our regular Friday guest, Paul Whittington. He was uh, promoted. You know, as you know, not only is he uh, our NASCAR and our NHL and Carolina Hurricanes expert, he's also in the National Guard. Uh, I believe he's in his 11th or 12th uh, year of doing that, serving our country in the National Guard. And uh, Linda and I and Scotty Boy, and uh, we were able to go to his promotion ceremony yesterday. Uh, he, is, he was promoted to E6 to Staff Sergeant. Uh, kind of got me a little, bit of, got a little bit emotional, man, watching Paul uh, be honored. It was, it was just an, an amazing moment, man. Uh, as he, uh, I was about to say he was pinned on when I was in the army 30s or 30 some years ago. Uh, you're, you were pinned. Uh, this wasn't a pinning. It's a Velcro. It's kind of neat too. There were a couple other soldiers that, uh, had their promotion yesterday too. And, uh, the, the rank is right now in the middle of your chest. It's camouflage. It's in the middle of your chest. And so they, rip it off, uh, rip off your old rank Velcro. You get to hear it go rip. And then they throw it and then they, they, uh, I was about to say pin, they don't pin it, but they, uh, push your rank on you. And it was just really cool, man. Uh, you could really tell Paul was really respected by his fellow soldiers, uh, by his leadership there in uh, Morrisville and congratulations to him. Well, of course, uh, we're doing the show live from his house uh, uh, Friday morning. I'm going to Indianapolis this weekend for the All-Star Game for the HBCU Classic. And so uh, I'm, I'm flying out of uh, RDU uh, Friday. So I'm going to be uh, staying at his house, doing the show from his house. So, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about this on Friday show too. So pretty excited about that. So we did that yesterday afternoon. Uh, Linda and I, like I said, Scott was up there too. Uh uh, Paul's beautiful wife and uh, just awesome son. He was there too. Just a great ceremony. And then uh, Linda and I leave that. Uh, we come back to Kinston and uh, man, had a great time at a Super Bowl party last night. Dr. Gary Wojeski, his beautiful family at uh, his home here in Kinston. Got to tell you, man, I love my man cave. And you know, I've bragged about it many, many times. You've seen, you've probably seen pictures of it on uh, Facebook or Twitter, you know, when I try to humble brag, you know, I got to tell you, man, uh, Dr. Wojcicki has a pretty sweet man cave, man. And it, mine's just a room. Okay. I mean, and it's a pretty good room. I'm not going to denigrate mine. I mean, I've got a lot of, you know, stuff on the walls. I got the three TVs and all that. Let me tell you something, man. Dr. Wojcicki has, uh, he has the setup. There's no joke. It's like, uh, in a, it's a man cave, but it's in an outbuilding attached from his house. And it's about the size I've lived. Let me tell you something. I've lived in apartments that are smaller than his man cave. Okay. It was beautiful. Tons of gear. He's a big Oakland guy, uh, athletics and Raiders. Uh, and man, I'm telling you, he just a nice time last night, man, man, I had some great food. He, I can't wait to talk to Panicelli about this. He had me some, uh, pigs in a blanket. <clears throat> yes. I ate my share of those. Uh, I had little pizza roll or not little had hand sized pizza rolls, man. Those were good. Homemade cookies, man. I, I'm telling you, I ate like a pig last night. Uh, had a good time too, man. Like I said, uh, thank you, Dr. Wojcicki for that. Uh, his, uh, his awesome wife, uh, they did, a like I said, they did it upright. 
you want to go to a Super Bowl party, you get to know Dr. Wojcicki because that was a good time last night. So, again, thank you for that. Then the game itself, like I said, I'm going to save that talk for when we get uh, uh, Panicelli up here on the line with us. Uh, but 25-22 in overtime, Kansas City rallies from 10 points down to win that. Okay, man, we got a lot of stuff to go through here local sports-wise before we get uh, Panicelli on the line with us. But before we do all of that, I want to thank our uh, good friends over at Lenore Community College. For more than 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, I am so, so, so grateful uh, to uh, Richie Honeycutt, to Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks over at uh, Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks since they have been pretty much since we uh, went on the air back in 2019. Hey, Mr. Clemens, good morning to you. Shane Albee, good morning to you, Shane. I'm not going to be able to listen to this right now, so I hope it's not super important. <laughs> but uh, uh, speaking of Shane Albee, got to give him credit too. He's going to be uh, helping us out at the Freedom Classic. And yes, we'll be talking about that all next week as that'll be Freedom Classic week next week. But Shane Albee will be doing the PA for uh, game one of the uh, Freedom Classic on Friday, uh, whatever a week from Friday is, what that date is uh He'll be doing that for me or for us, for the Freedom Classic. And I'll be doing Saturday and Sunday's game. But good morning, Shane. Good morning, Mr. Clemens. Mr. Clemens said someone needs to call the gambler's hotline for help. Listen, I'm smart with my gambling. Yes, I lost a lot yesterday. But, I mean, I know how to stop. And you know what? If I get to the point where I feel like, listen, I know when to stop. I, I can stop when I want to. Wait a minute. Yes, I can do that. Hey, uh, let's jump into, man, what a busy weekend of sports. LCC men's basketball, congratulations to them. They won at home yesterday. And, again, thank you to the birthday boy, Ricky Whaley, for updates throughout the game uh, as uh, they won yesterday, uh, 75-68 to against Southwest Virginia. Down by nine at halftime, score 50 points in the second half or close to 50 points, and the uh, Lancers come back and win. Trey Lewis had 22 points. Aiden Eller had 16 for the Lancers. Uh, they play their final two home games of the regular season, and it's this week, uh, Thursday at 6 o'clock against Johnston Community College, and then Sunday at 2 against Central Carolina Community College, and that'll be sophomore day, although there won't be a lot of sophomores. I think there's only one on the whole team, and I don't think he's even really getting a lot of run this year. But, uh, man, 12-10, and 10, uh, the Lancers are 10-7 and 7 in Region 10, and uh, should be a couple of good games. In fact, the two teams are playing this week. They've already beat this season. They beat uh, Johnston Community College 113-93 to on November 16th, and then they beat uh, Central Carolina Community College 84-82 to on November 10th. So, I mean, two teams have already beat. Uh, I think they'll have a really good chance to uh, come away with the wins in both of those. Uh, after they finish those two home games, they'll have three road games to end the 23-24 season at Guilford Tech, at Cleveland Community College, and then at Pitt Community College on February the 28th, two weeks from uh, from Wednesday. Now, LCC Baseball. How about that? Those, how about those guys, man? They are 4-0 and after winning at William Peace University Friday, 9-5. to 
And then they swept Camp Community College from Franklin, Virginia Saturday. They won those two games, 8-2, to two, and then they won in eight innings, 5-4 to four on Saturday. Now, the teams were supposed to play a doubleheader yesterday, but weather kept that from happening. So, still, LCC 4-0 and o to begin the season. Uh, the perfect Lancers, they play at Lewisburg tomorrow, Tuesday at 3, and then they open Region 10 play this weekend at home against Richard Bland. Uh, that'll be on uh, Saturday. They have a doubleheader on Saturday, and then they'll travel to Petersburg, Virginia for a single game Sunday at noon. We'll see. Uh, man, uh, goodness gracious, 4-0 the Lancers. Congratulations to them. How about it, man? Talk about it. We had some good local uh, wins this weekend. ECU men's basketball, 12-12 and now overall, 5-6 and in the American Conference. They won Saturday at uh, University of Texas at San Antonio, 84-73. to and, uh, man, they led at halftime 48 to 25 of that game. ECU did Brandon Johnson led the pirates with 30 points and nine rebounds. RJ Felton had 16 Ezra also came off the bench to score 11 for the pirates. And cam Hayes had, a, uh, had 10 points himself, uh, Jaden Walker for the pirates, six points and 13 assists in the win. Good job for him too. two home games this week for the pirates. They are home versus Wichita state Thursday at seven. And then they're home versus Tulane Sunday at 2. <clears throat> the ECU women's basketball team, they had a great weekend. They won at home versus Charlotte uh, Saturday, 70-56. to 56. That was their third straight win and fifth in the last six games. They are now 14-8 and eight overall. They're 7-4 and four in the American. Uh, they're in fourth place in the AAC. But they're only one game out of first place. Man, the top of the AAC is really, really tight and uh, ECU, man, a really good chance to go into the tournament uh, as a top two, top three seed. Uh, they, uh, I got to tell you, man, Danae McNeil is just amazing. Uh, she had eight points towards the end of the third quarter. She ends up scoring 12 uh, points in the fourth quarter, but she had 20 points, eight rebounds, six assists, three steals, and five block shots in 37 minutes. You talk about filling out a uh, score sheet. That's what uh, she did. Uh, but, uh, uh, Farmville central alum, we remember a Maya, my, my joiner. She came off the bench to lead the pirates to 24 points and 13 rebounds. So, uh, congratulations to, uh, ECU women's basketball team really turning it on right now. ECU baseball, they begin their 2024 set schedule with a three game set versus Ryder this weekend. Those games are at four o'clock on Friday, two o'clock on Saturday, one o'clock on Sunday at Clark LeClaire. And again, we'll be talking to Scott Rogers about that uh, in our second hour today and going to try to get cliff godwin here on the show at some point this week to uh, talk about this season acc basketball uh man virginia cavaliers they go to tallahassee they win 80 to 76 uh just they keep they keep winning that's all i know 19 and 5 overall 10 and 3 in acc play they came out and this was even before uh, saturday's game uh, Joe Lenardi has them in the tournament finally uh, as an eight seed. And you got to think winning at Florida State, that can't do anything but help them. So uh, second in the ACC right now for Virginia. Very, very proud of them. Uh, Carolina won on Saturday. Uh, they traveled to Florida also, and they went 75 to 72 uh, against Miami. Uh, Carolina now 19 and five overall, 11 and two in the ACC and in first place. Duke won at home against Boston College. Uh, kind of was a close game at halftime, but uh, pulled away in the second half. Number nine, Duke, 
80 to 65 over Boston College. Duke is now 18 and 5 overall. They're 9 and 3 in the ACC. So uh, congratulations to the Blue Devils. Tough day for uh, Mr. Clemens's uh, NC State Wolfpack. They travel to Winston Salem, take on Wake Forest. They actually led at halftime of that game, uh, 45 to 39. But uh, Wake Forest took over in the second half and uh, came away with that victory, uh, 83 to 79. Wake Forest beats NC State. Uh, Wake is now 16 and 7 overall. They're eight and four in the ACC, and NC State really struggling right now. Fifteen and nine overall, seven and six in the ACC. Other games on uh, Saturday in the ACC: Clemson won at Syracuse, Notre Dame won at home against Virginia Tech. <laughs> that doesn't break my heart at all. And then Louisville uh, upsets uh, Georgia Tech. And I tell you what, if there's a Louisville uh, is now eight and sixteen, three and ten in the ACC. But if there's a team I just cannot figure out, it's Georgia Tech. How does Georgia Tech? beat three ranked teams. They beat Carolina. They beat Duke. They beat Mississippi State. Yet you go to Louisville and you lose that game by 12. I just I, I just don't get Georgia Tech, but that's why you play every game, right? Uh, games this week. Uh, tonight, we've got a, a big game tonight. Duke is at home against Wake Forest. That game is at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Carolina travels up to New York to take on Syracuse. The, uh, that should be a pretty good game. It's at 7 o'clock. It's on ESPN. Uh, Virginia will be at home against Pittsburgh tomorrow. That's at 7 o'clock on the ACC Network. And then uh, Louisville's at Boston College tomorrow. Florida State's at Virginia Tech. And then on Wednesday, uh, Georgia Tech at Notre Dame. And then Miami at Clemson. How about our Carolina Hurricanes, man? Uh, they stay four points behind the Rangers. Jacques Passelegs, New York Rangers in the Metropolitan Division. They are fourth in the Eastern Conference. They're now 30-16-5. They have 65 points. They won at home in overtime against New Jersey, one to nothing. They're on the road all week this week. They're at Dallas tomorrow at 8. They're at Arizona Friday at 9. And then they're at Vegas Saturday at 10.30. They begin a three-game homestand a week from today. High school basketball. Let's get this knocked out here. Kinston. Uh, they won 57 to 35 at Wallace Rose Hill on Friday. The girls won the Vikings girls won too, 50 to 42. They're hitting their stride at the right time. Kinston's boys are now 17 and five overall. They're 10 and one in the East central two a the Kinston girls are 12 and 11 overall. They're four and seven in the EC two a. They only have one game this week. That'll be senior night versus North Lenore on Thursday. Listen, let me tell you about North Lenore. Uh, their boys uh, lost at home versus James Keenan on uh, Friday, uh, 55 to 45. The girls won though, 39 to 38. The North Lenore boys are now seven and 14 overall. They're three and seven in the EC2A. The uh, North Lenore girls are eight and 13 overall. They are four and six in league play. Uh, the uh, North Nor boys, they are busy this week. Or not just the boys. North Nor is busy out there uh, home for senior night themselves against South Lenore on Tuesday. And then uh, they travel, like I said, to uh, Kinston on Friday night. South Lenore, uh, <laughs> tell you what, the uh, Thomas Earp uh, resigned, as we uh, told you on Friday's show. Uh, I want to thank again Miss Pierce for uh, at South Lenore for giving us a heads up on that. But they improved to a four and seventeen overall, one and ten in league play, as uh, they won pretty easily against East Duplin on Friday night. It snapped a ten game losing streak. Uh, the girls uh, lost though; they are now seven and thirteen overall, three and eight in league play. They lost fifty four to eleven at home versus East Duplin on Friday. They only have one regular season game remaining. 
For the Blue Devils, they traveled to North Nor Tuesday. Uh, South Nor lost the boys lost seventy two to forty one on uh, January the nineteenth, and the girls won. The uh, South Nor girls won twenty nine to twenty four. And as my brother uh, and my my partner in crime, Jason Bryant, just texted me to remind me of this, and I appreciate that, my friend. South Anora is at North Anora, like I said, tomorrow. Then North Anora is at Kenston on Thursday. Guess what? Both of those are Davis Wholesale Tire Games of the Week that will be aired right here on uh, 960 AM on Bet on, and BetOnTheBull.com. Uh, Barry Stallings, Harlan Neal, uh, Jason Bryant will be bringing you both those games. And again, uh, South Lenore at North Lenore tomorrow night on Tuesday, then, uh, North Lenore at Kinston on Thursday night. So that should be good. Bethel Christian Academy, uh, the boys eight and 17 overall. The girls are now four and 14 overall, but they snapped a nine game losing streak. The boys lost 46 to 22, uh, and 34 to 29 against Greenville. And the girls won 34 to 29 against Greenville Christian. Uh, there's just one game left in Bethel's regular season. That's home versus Pamlico Christian. And Max Preps, they haven't mixed up. Uh, on uh, the boys' side, they said the game is today. On the girls' side, they said it's tomorrow. So, uh, not, if, if, Coach Potter, if you're listening or anybody from Bethel, let me know. But my gut is it's probably tomorrow on uh, Tuesday. But like I said, on Max Preps, it has uh, Bethel's boys' Uh, versus Pamlico Christian today and uh, the girls tomorrow. So there you go. Uh, Green Central, uh, the boys uh, won at home Friday, 53-51 to versus West Craven. They're now 11-12 and overall. They're 6-5 and in league play. No result for the girls, but I'm going to guess they lost since West Craven is really good on the girls' side this year. Uh, both teams will be having senior night tomorrow versus Farmville Central. Uh, the Farmville Central boys are 21-1, and 10-0. and the girls are ten and nine overall, five and five in league play. And the last time they played each other, Green Central actually gave uh, Farmville a pretty good game. Lost eighty five to sixty three. The girls lost forty one to thirty eight. That was back on January nineteenth. Uh, Aiden Grifton, uh, they're uh, the boys. Uh, lost 62 to 53 versus Southwest Edge come Friday and the girls lost 51 to 21. They have their senior night, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, they play at Washington. Uh, Friday night, uh, both teams do. The Chargers boys are 12 and 10 overall. They're three and eight in the league. The girls are two and 21 overall. They're 0 and 11 in league play. They've lost 14 straight games. Jones Senior uh, was swept at home versus Lejeune on Friday night. The boys fall to 11 and 13 overall, two and eight in the league. Uh, Jones Senior girls three and 19 overall. They're 0 and 10 in league play, and they've lost 12 in a row. Uh, their regular season is now over. Next up for them, the Coastal 1A-2A tournament. Okay, uh, man, how about this? Let's uh, hometown heroes. Goodness gracious, we're already 30 minutes in this hour. I promise, Panicelli, I am getting ready to call you. Uh, how about this? Isaac Parsons, Jeremy Dixon, Amaji Dodd of Winston-Salem State. Big win at home against Claflin. And Isaac hit a last-second shot. Uh, man, the, the video is amazing. I need to share that. Uh, his dad, Tad Parson, had the video of it. Uh, as he hit a last second shot, Isaac Parson hit the buzzer beater, won 63 to 61 uh, over Claflin on Saturday. Isaac started, he had seven points, five rebounds, two assists in 30 minutes. Amaji started, he had six points, 10 rebounds, a block, and a steal in 31 minutes. And Jeremy came off the bench and he had three points, a rebound, and a steal in 18 minutes. Big game for uh, the Rams as they will be taking on Fayetteville State Tuesday at 7 30. And then they'll be in Indianapolis at NBA All-Star Weekend versus Virginia Union Saturday at 2. 
I will be there. I'm so excited about that. I'll be hanging out with uh, the king and queen of uh, Kinston, uh, Tad and Takima Parson and their family. And I'm uh, just very excited about that. Uh, we'll be at, I'll be at all. Uh, we're going to a Rising Stars game. I think we're going to the dunk contest. Uh, we're going to go to all-star practice. So we're going to get it practice. So we're going to get to see uh, the uh, NBA all-stars practice. That's going to be exciting on Saturday. Uh, Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, they lost at the Lakers Friday, 139-122. B.I. had 22 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, and 3 blocks in 35 minutes. However, they won at Portland Saturday, 93-84. to B.I. had 17 points, four rebounds, nine assists, a block, and a steal in 36 minutes. They are at Memphis today at 8, and then home versus Washington Wednesday, and then it's the all-star break. How about Reggie Bullock, Jr.? A great weekend for him. Uh, Unfortunately, they uh, lost both their games, but Reggie really came through. I'm telling you, they were down by 20 points. Richard and I, Richard Clark and I were texting back and forth about this. It was awesome. Uh, they lost 107 to 104 at Toronto Friday, but Reggie played 11 minutes all in the second half and uh, keyed the comeback. Uh, he finished with six points and three rebounds, had a plus seven. Then they lost 122 to 113 at Atlanta Saturday, and Reggie had three points and uh, two rebounds in 15 minutes in that game. <coughs> the Rockets, they're home versus New York tonight at eight, and then they're at Memphis Wednesday at eight, and then they have the All Star break. Damian Dunn and the fifth-ranked uh, Houston Cougars. They're now 21-3 and overall. They're 8-3 and uh, in the uh, Big 12. They won at Cincinnati Saturday, 67-62. to They uh, they are now, like I said, 21-3 and overall, 8-3 and in the Big 12. And they are now, uh, they, are, they only have one game this week. They're at home versus Texas Saturday, and that'll be at 1 o'clock on uh, CBS, on the big CBS, so pretty excited about that. Uh, Dontrez Styles in Georgetown, they lost their eighth straight and 11th of the last 12. They lost at home versus, uh, this is one of those losses you can't really uh, gig them on too bad because they had, uh, uh, they were playing the number one team in the country in UConn. Uh, they lost that game 89-64. to However, how about this, Dontrez Styles on uh, Saturday, 23 points, six rebounds, a steal, and a block in 37 minutes. Uh, the Hoyas are at number 19 Creighton Tuesday at 8.30. That'll be on FS1. Then they're home versus Villanova Friday at 7. That'll be on the CBS Sports Network. So two nationally uh, televised games for Trez and the Georgetown Hoyas. Whew. Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt struggling. 6-17 and 17 overall, 1-9 and nine in the SEC. They lost at South Carolina Saturday, 75-60. They are home versus Texas A&M Tuesday at 7 on ESPNU. At number six, Tennessee, Saturday at six, and that'll be on the SEC Network. How about Virginia Edmondson and Montreat uh, College? Unfortunately, a loss for them on Saturday. They fall to sixteen and nine overall, thirteen and six in the NAIA's Appalachian Athletic Conference. Uh, they lost against Bryan College from Tennessee, seventy-three to sixty-nine. However, Virginia twenty-five points, one rebound, two assists in twenty-nine minutes. They take on Milligan. On Wednesday, then they're at number 23, Reinhardt, on Saturday. And tell you what, we'll get you caught up on Ashante and Dante. Hey, that rhymed. I didn't realize that. Hey, Mark Panicelli, Ashante and Dante. That sounds like a like a TV show, doesn't it? I'm ready. Uh, it's uh, part of the new lineup airing Thursday nights on the CW. Sorry. Oh, I thought you were going to go uh, longer. I t- yeah, I said, t- no, 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 you're no. good. You're I, didn't t- have a, I didn't have a good joke. I didn't have a, How about this, sir? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I do have this for you. And by the way, happy Monday. Happy Brian. Monday. Very, very good. To, what, 
I think someone else picked up on this, uh, and I did too. So the two things that I take from the early parts of your show, Brian, uh, which I'm always love listening to, and I'm you know a big fan. But the, the first off, what just happened, and take this artificial intelligence because you can't do this. Only the natural uh, uh, human creativity can come up with. If you guys heard this, because I did, and this was a special moment, please save our one so that we can get this. Brian just mashed up in his head Alan Iverson and Jim Moore and just said, practice, which you, which is playoff <laughs> mixed with practice. You <laughs> so that just happened, by the way. And I was like, wait a minute. Did he just he, – he, he meant to say practice. We talking about practice, but yeah. you went in Jim Moore and said practice, practice. So that was remarkable and amazing. But the second thing was, do not forget, guys. If you have not seen, if you were if you were entertained by the four hour fourteen minute marathon that was Super Bowl Fifty Eight last night, you have not seen anything yet until you've seen. We always talk about how incredible it is. When, when the two, the dynamic duo, William and Mary play sports and they will take on 11 people in football, just the two of them, or five people in basketball. But Robert Bland, we call him the nine tool guy. He's the only baseball nine tool guy. Pitches, catches, infield, outfield, uh, uh, leadoff, closer. Uh, and you get to see something to relive your childhood, the ghost man on first, ghost man on second, Robert Bland, unbelievable, versus Lenore Community College. The Lancers will have their hands full that day with, with Robert Bland, I tell you. Good. Hey, happy Monday. Is that good? Happy Is that Monday. better? That was awesome. <laughs> happy Monday to you, dude. And, uh, man, I, I love the energy you bring on a Monday morning, dude, because – I de- especially now it'll slow down, but because you know we've got baseball going on, you know local baseball, we've got uh you know high school basketball, our hometown heroes, so that's the reason why it took me thirty four minutes to get to you today when usually we do it at twenty, but just you know, dude, as a as a year goes along, we'll get into the dog days of summer while I'll be where I'll be calling you at seven minutes into the hour. You know what I'm saying? They be calling me. At- at, at, at 6.50, and he'll be like, we're going to start this thing right at the top of the hour. So these are the things we're going to try to talk about. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But I guess just an embarrassment of riches right now, man, is we've got uh, – and, man, just what a good weekend. Even our team – or even our hometown heroes who lost, like Trez and Virginia Edmondson, man, both, uh, both of them 20-point-plus games are leading scorers for their teams. And then LCC sweeps a weekend uh, – ECU, man, should have even mentioned this, dude. I'll be doing their softball game uh, tomorrow afternoon, doing a PA for their softball game. They have a perfect weekend, dude. They've started off their season 6-0. and I, Dude, it's just, uh, like I said, an embarrassment of riches. This is a good weekend for local sports here for for us and ENC, dude. It was. Um, you know, and, and it is. And, and so we're we're uh, we're winding down. I was listening to some of those. It's hard to believe, like the high school basketball season is already where it is. Yeah, uh, but it is. And so you got that. The spring sports are starting. So whether you, you know high school, college level. Uh, so yeah, and 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 again, we've got the. I was listening to the ACC hoops. You're getting all wahoo crazy over there. <laughs> so uh, which is good, but uh, but and let's not. We we I know we've got an agenda to talk about other things. But when you brought up, I want to strangle Joe Lenardi. Can this go viral? 
please. I, mean, I hate that the ACC is like Virginia is that high in the standings, and they're just an eight seed. Yeah. I absolutely am just I'm disgusted, and it's and and it's like no matter how well the ACC teams do in the tournament, year in and year out, it, again all this quadrant. This is where over analytics fails us, in my opinion, because again. Uh, you know, I, anyways, I don't want to go there. We've no, got please do, please about, do. No, 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 you forget who you're talking to. You talk about preacher preaching to the choir. You know, you're pre- I'm in your choir, okay, Mark Panicelli. Yeah, because I'm I'm watching NC State and Wake Forest uh, play, and I and again, sorry to the Wolfpack faithful, Mr. Clemens. Um, yeah, the the fact of the matter is, is those two teams may be playing for their NCAA. Uh, NCAA tournament live and it should not be that way I feel like the ACC most times should be five or six teams and you don't even think twice about it I I just and that to me the fact that our you know fourth fifth sixth place teams in the conference in the ACC and I say our like I have some sort of ownership in the ACC but as a fan I do and but the fact that they are bubble or on the outside looking in that the ACC gets no respect. North Carolina, and again, I'm a North Carolina fan. They're going to get in because of their reputation and all that stuff. They went to Miami and needed every all 40 minutes of that game. Uh, and if they had 41, I'm not sure Miami wouldn't have found a way. Uh, it just was – it's hard to win in this league. It always has been. And there's good basketball there. And it's just being – it again, some sort of math equation is telling them something that's not true and that's that the ACC is not good basketball and I just I disagree I, I vehemently disagree Mr. Lunardi I don't see you but a couple times a year but if I see you out and about there will be at least a verbal confrontation so please 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 let me be with you or have somebody with a uh, with their phone taping it because I would love to see that here's the thing about Virginia and yes I know you know we're in you know, uh, Carolina state and Duke country here in ECU and all that. But here's what Virginia, they've only got five losses or 19 and five overall. What they're 10 and three and, uh, the ACC second place in the ACC. But those five losses, this was pointed out to me and I hadn't really thought about it. And I've watched pretty much parts of every one of their games, dude, they lost by 20. They're five losses. Here you go. Panicelli 24 points against Wisconsin. Okay. 23 points against Memphis. 22 points against Notre Dame, which they should never have lost that game, dude. Notre Dame is just abysmal. Uh, 16 points at NC State and then uh, 19 points at Wake Forest. So their five losses, their closest loss was a 16-point game at NC State back on January 6th, dude. So I think that factors in a little bit. But, dude, they've also won eight in a row. They've got the nation's longest uh, win streak at home at 23 games. They've got two games at home. You got to think, man, 19 and five, and especially, like I said, winning at Florida State, winning at Clemson a week or so ago, or uh, yeah, about nine days ago, dude, they've got to be top 25 this week, right? I mean, you're asking me, yeah, uh, yeah, but I, again, <laughs> if you're, I think that they will be overlooked because. I've watched it all year. It's only been Duke and North Carolina. It's only been Duke and North Carolina. And and this is, you know what people can't factor in? All of the, you were talking about those losses. And it's the human factor. And I think the, the as the lower the level, so professional, when we start to, 
to go into deep analytics. I think professional athletes certainly have a lot more measurable consistencies when it, and when it comes to using analytics. But then when you go down a level and you start talking about levels of maturity and dealing with young adults and then go further into high school, we're talking about teenagers, that factor is, is an unpredictability factor that I don't think you can, that, that no math can quantify. Because it's, you know, well, you know, kids, this, and, and you know how I explain this, like, well, well, college is so much of a difference between that and high school. Then explain, and you talked about this earlier, then explain Georgia Tech. Yeah. Then oh explain the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets then. Tell me how a team can do what they do at the highest and do what they do at the lowest. Because that, to me, is part of that is just the – that's the part of the, the – you can't make a math equation that explains that. And, I, and like I said, and that's where it fails because, you know, I, as I said, simply put, the ACC has great athletes that come to play basketball at these institutions. And, and there is just – I mean, I think – you know, hands hands down. I, I still think this is the best basketball conference in the country, and I think other conferences have gotten better. I think, uh, but 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 the fact that everybody has just, especially, it seems like the people that vote on these things, because there is a human factor in this, Brian. Uh, you know, there's the voting process, and and polls will factor into that. And like I said, that reputation not being there is hurting us because the math isn't helping us either. So. No, you're anyways, absolutely right. I, I, so, so anyways, like I said, I, I know this is what everybody expected from us. It's the, the Monday after the Super Bowl, and we are talking ACC basketball and, and analytics. You know what, dude? I don't apologize one iota, not one bit. Uh, Mr. Clemens is listening. He said another reason. To di- he always calls UNC, UNC cheat. I think that's hilarious, man. I love it. And he said just another reason to dislike UNC cheat, living off reputation. But uh, – Here's the thing about Virginia, Dave. Again, those bad losses that they have had. Uh, but, dude, they have the test coming up, man. They are home against Carolina on the 24th, uh, Saturday the 24th, and then one week later they're at Duke. So, dude, my gut is where I, I think Virginia needs to split those. They, I, I think if they lose both of those and throw in another loss against somebody, probably, and I hate to say it's going to make – I'm going to vomit these words out, but they're probably going to lose at Virginia Tech a week from today. Because they just can't, they they struggle all the time in Blacksburg. Virginia always has, you know, because of the rivalry thing. So what they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games left in the prior. If they go four and three, I don't think they make it, dude. I really don't, man. Especially with uh, losing to Carolina and Duke. Now, if they could win one of those two games, Carolina and Duke, and even losing against Virginia Tech. I think they really do. Uh, I think they could, uh, they'll make the NCAA tournament and then get, pick up a couple of wins or at least one win in the uh, ACC tournament because they're probably going to be a double bye team. Uh, I, I think that would really help them out a lot. Okay, you're right, man. We got to get off ACC, man. We've got to talk. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'm looking at the clock. I we literally it. have, what, 12 minutes, 13 minutes left. And it's my fault just so, going so long on my monologue. But, uh, dude, Sorry, sorry, NASCAR. <laughs> yes, NASCAR sir. just got bumped off the show. Well, we'll talk about it on your show. <laughs> First off, dude, just selfish, and you can give me the short answer. I blew it with uh, your pick six this week, didn't I? I know I blew you it. Got three, you got three uh, props right. Really? You did. Uh, if I, you got um, Brock Purdy over 
Uh, for everybody that wants to know, I have the stats right here. I love Brock it. Brock Purdy, uh, over 246.5 passing yards. You got that. Uh, Christian McCaffrey was expected to only have 18.5 receiving yards. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, crushed that. And Travis Kelsey, six and a half reception. He had nine. So you got all three of those. You didn't get Christian McCaffrey. You had the under on C Mac's first carry. Uh, which he had uh, six in his first carry. Um, and, of course, you missed San Francisco, uh, and you didn't get the over either because it was 47 and a half, and they got 47. Is that not crazy, man? Don't don't even try to tell me Vegas doesn't know, man. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. I mean – No, no, no. It was, it was so frustrating. Both you and I had 26-23 as the final score, and it was 25-22. <laughs> So that that's how frustrating that was. So we were that close, but that close is enough for you to lose because we had the over. So. Dude, that is insane. So you, so you didn't do bad. That is insane, man. I mean, Vegas mm-hmm. knows. Don't e- again. Don't even try to act like they don't, man. I mean, Vegas knows. That. Anyway, it's crazy. Okay, okay, man. I, it just it has to be said, man. And I can't wait to hear you pontificate on this, but dude. We are living in the middle of the Kansas City Chiefs dynasty right now, aren't we? It was like they didn't even enjoy. I mean, they they enjoyed winning, but the whole mantra of the and I didn't. I know you sent me a text, so I didn't get to hear trophy closet uh, because I was <laughs> driving my kids back. To you their know mom's who house said and, that, right? You know who said that, right? No, no. I, who said that? Roger Goodell. He's such a. a, a Stupid! I guess uh, he's holding the truck. By which, by the way, I thought was uh, probably one of the smart things they've done. Usually, you know, they'll have the public. They announce, and now public address announcer Mark Panicelli with the you know the trophy celebration. Usually, they'll say uh, the the trophy or the PA guy will say, and you know, uh, NFL Commissioner uh, Roger Goodell. They didn't even do that, man. They just went straight to. You know, now, and then he said, you know, now for the trophy presentation, da da da, to the, uh, you know, the owner of uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, whatever, didn't announce, which is smart because you know what would have happened. I mean, you would have heard a chorus of boos. But what are the first yeah. words out of his mouth? Well, uh, he said something about Dynasty goes, well, and here's uh, another trophy to put in your trophy cl- uh, closet. I think, you know, he meant to say trophy case, but he said trophy yeah. closet. Yeah, that was. That was not that was not a, a great Roger Goodell moment. However, boy, he might not be loved in a lot of uh, public circles, but dude, dude has run runs the the an incredibly uh, profitable business there. <laughs> yeah, but, but in, that, in that spite was, of himself, I'm, I know I'm sorry, man. I'm interrupting you. You're my guest. And I'm interrupting you, but dude, he. Dude, they do stupid, stupid, stupid stuff, and in spite of itself, it's not like – I mean, dude, you I know you've done this in your life, man, because I can tell you, I did it in the newspaper industry where there's that guy that – or that person, doesn't even have to be a guy, that person who just keeps falling forward, who does stupid stuff but still gets promoted and ends up making more money than you and all this, and they don't even really know how to do their job, but they just continue to fall forward. That is Roger Goodell uh, – Mark Panicelli, don't you think, or am I way off? I mean, I here's, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, look, there, there's a part of it where you say it's like it hasn't made great decisions here and there, 
but because of the product that that is so successful, it just it wouldn't matter because it continues to push through. I mean, it continues to just outsell everything. I mean, I mean, I think if you look around, uh, I mean, the dude who who bought Twitter, like that guy, uh, it was a, I forget his name, uh, Elon Musk. Yes. Um, again, like public, like I, I don't know about you, but I mean, you know, it kind of comes across a little, a little off. Uh, and and I don't know. I think a lot of people's opinion of the way X is now and um, as opposed to what it was before, uh, you know, as I said, I, I, I think the lo- leadership a lot of times is is easy to for us to, and again, so I, it's hard for me to do. I'm really trying to play devil's advocate with Roger Goodell and his heart. <laughs> I think it's probably a lot harder job than we think it is. I think the owners are very happy because at the end of the year, they're making uh, an incredible amount of money um, but yes, I mean, there's just a lot of times when, uh, people can just put themselves in a, in a great position and the momentum of success in spite of that person not being, you know, really a, a contributing factor to it. I mean, look, let's be honest. I mean, the, for whatever reason, the product is what sells that we love it because it fits our window. It fits what we want and what we want out of our, our national pastime. Um, and so it's just become the thing. And right now he just happens to be the guy in charge of it in the most successful time in NFL history. He's basically been the guy to, to reap the rewards of the NFL taking over Major League Baseball as our American pastime. So hey, Again, I, I got to feel like uh, I, I've got a cat named Stormy. He's he's pretty smart cat right. though, dude. I mean, he really is, man. I love him. He's a, he's a good cat. But I gotta clumsy? think, no, Stormy. Oh no no no! Is your cat clumsy? Is the Stormy clumsy or is he? Is that what you're saying? Because no. I mean, you're kind of saying like like Roger Goodell's like a buffoon who couldn't run uh literally his own household, but somehow runs the most successful sports league in the in the. In the country. I mean, I get what you're saying for yeah. sure, uh, and and I'm not saying I disagree entirely. But as I said, I think it's, um, you know, like I said, it's, you know, I, I don't know that it's as easy a job as we think it is. I, I know I don't know that I, I wouldn't want the job, even personally. for I even the for money. the. I swear that's where I was going with that. Even for the, what does he make? Eighty million a year or something? Hold on, I'm gonna look that up, dude. He he makes an ungodly amount. He of makes money. a lot of money. I was yeah, guessing I'm, uh, more in the thirty to forty million range. Okay, I'm looking it up. He makes uh, sixty-three point nine million dollars a year. A year, sixty-three point mm. nine million dollars annually. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So he's good. I yeah, mean, he's uh, going to yeah. be okay. He oh, could get uh, lunch. Yeah, he absolutely could. Uh, let me see. I want to make sure that's right. Yeah. million, dude. Good God. And at what point, for all the people who have who make that kind of money that are listening, I know you hate this because they're like, why do I always feel like the reason I have the money, why do I always? Because, again, if you make that much money and we go out to eat lunch with you, it feels bad knowing that you have that much money. And, And it's like, man, you know, I'm like, I literally look at my bank account every time I go to pay anything. I'm I'm that crazy with it, you know? Yeah. But I'm sure if he's at lunch 
you know, whatever. He's not worried about dropping, you know, you know, uh, whatever. So, anyways, yes. He I better mean, tip so well. That's all I got to say, man. For the, Yeah, that's where fall, I would be yeah. like, yes. I you, mean, yeah, it, I dev- definitely tip well. If he has a $200 lunch, it better be like a $200 tip. You know what I'm saying? This has been the most bizarre Monday after the Super Bowl <laughs> show I've ever done, Brian. I got to tell you. Well, let's we talk, have let's done like, ACC basketball, and we have had Roger Goodell. And, and tipping. <laughs> it's wonderful. We have. And we have never been out to eat lunch with him at all. I, I, are, you a, are you a good tipper? <laughs> I try to be. I am. I am. And But I, like I said, I can be a, a more generous tipper if you're, you know, if someone's really – um, good at, at their at their job because I do think that 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 industry you know is so hit or miss and the difference between good service and bad service is is incredible. So I, I yes, I mean so like I said, yes I do, but yes if you are great at it, then it could be really great for you. But yeah. if you're not good, it will be. Uh, I have once left a note uh and you don't ever want to be on that list my tip is actually a tip for you to improve your job uh then you have really failed what dude we we're whatever man we've blown this hour anyway what did you say on the note i gotta know what you said on the note if you're gonna if you're gonna make it in this industry you need to work on your uh, customer service skill that's your tip okay i like it i like it well short and sweet Short and sweet. Linda and I went, we were, uh, you know, I did the uh, women's game uh, at ECU on Saturday, so we had dinner. I'm not going to say the restaurant because they're not a sponsor of either my show or your show, so we'll just leave it at that. But I'll say that it's a it's a buffet restaurant, and we'll leave it at that, okay? Don't guess, don't oh. guess, but, uh, but a buffet restaurant in Greenville. And, uh, dude, it's just, it's, it's the nature of the beast now, Mark, that – this poor, this poor, I was about to say little girl. She wasn't a little girl. She's a woman. But uh, there had to have been 12 tables in our section. And, I mean, just some disgusting people in our section. Let's just say it's a restaurant that when I go to, I always love going to because I'm one of the smaller people that are there. I mean, uh, pretty much every time. <laughs> Does that give you a hand at all? Uh, and I like being the smaller guy. But, <laughs> but, dude, there was like one table with 12 people and I don't think they left a tip, man. And so I left a, and she was good. And dude, she was, but where I was going with this, she was doing the whole section by herself. I mean, she was bussing it. She was getting drinks for people. She was, uh, I needed a spoon. I got clam chowder as one of my things. And I forgot to grab a spoon. She went and got me a spoon. I mean, dude, she, and she was just very sweet too. On top of all that. Uh, and, but dude, they were just, (laughs) <laughs> running her to death man so i i left a very oh. healthy t- i mean dude i left like a 70 percent tip dude you know good and i you know now and then see i feel like after hearing what you said see and then thinking back i just came across as like i feel like now every waiter waitress is going to be like oh great i've got to go kiss mark's butt in order to get any <laughs> money out of him and that's not true you are right i am observant one of the it does it is discouraging Sometimes when people go out and treat uh, uh, waiters and waitresses the way they do, and I like so you're right. I, I I am not that person. So yes, please. I hope I didn't come across as that guy. Uh, but yes, I, and I hate that more than anything. And so you can get a sympathy if I see someone <laughs> taking care of someone who is absolutely horrible. 
I may tip because of how they how they were treated by that person. Amen. Like make a comment like, hey, man, I'm really sorry about that. And then like, you know, drop a little extra because they had to deal with that other table. So, yeah. Hey, can you stay with me a couple minutes to our second hour? Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, listen, uh, this wraps up our first hour of uh, the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College. Mark Panicelli, 252 Fox Sports Radio, will be hanging out with us. Scott Scooter Rogers uh, joining us, too, in the second hour of the Brian Hank Show presented by LCC.